0: Dear partners, friends and supporters of Konrad Adenauer Stiftung. In our last episode of podcasts, we spoke about how Belarus seems like a white spot on the map to many people because they don't know a lot about the country. We are still working on changing this while today we want to draw your attention to the fact that you probably already know more about Belarus than you are even aware of. If you use social media and a smartphone, which you probably do since you are listening into this recording, it is not unlikely that you have already come across software products from Belarus. Maybe you have even been using them without realizing their origins. Have you ever heard about the messenger Viber or the map service Maps.me? Does the online game World of Tanks ring a bell or the smartphone application Say Games? If you are into taking funny pictures with creative filters, gimmicks and add-ons, you must have come across MSQRD or Masquerade, a face-morphing application for Facebook. All of them are made in Belarus. And there is a story behind them which is surely going to surprise you.
1: Belarusian IT sector has its own fairy tale. From the founding of Hightech Park in 2005 as a special business environment for IT business to the 6.5% share of the sector in the Belarusian GDP in the end of 2019. In this story, you can find all the magic happenings. Some of them are so typical for Belarus. The first billion US dollars as a revenue of HTP in 2012, arrest of the head of the company VP Capital, the biggest taxpayer of the year 2017 in Belarus, Viktor Prokopenya in 2015, discharge of the founder of the high-tech park Valery Tsapkala in 2017 and his replacement with a functionary from the presidential administration Uselo Janczewski. And last but not least, the famous Presidential Decree number 8 about the digital economy that grants a special tax regime for residents of HTP up to the end of 2049 and includes some English law regulations for cryptocurrencies. But there is still one question in the room. Why or how could Belarus' IT sector be so successful at the global IT market? We have found various answers, from the limited internal market to the high sense of duty as one of the main Belarusian characteristics. So we have decided to ask the expert, the deputy director of Research Center Birok Dmitry Kolkin, about the main reasons of success of the IT sector in Belarus and in the world.
2: There are a lot of different factors that influenced the development of the IT sector in Belarus and made it a success outside the country. First, and uh, I need to agree that the small economy factor is an important one. It makes us think outside the borders of our country in order to be competitive in, in, in the international markets. We know that the most demand for the IT products and IT services is coming from the from the international markets. That's why we constantly need to adjust business culture, to adjust to different rules, to different regulations, to some sort of cultural conditions that are applicable to different nations as well as to technology that is constantly changing and we need to stay on float so that to be competitive in the in in the world. So in this sense I think that Belarusians could be considered as the very much flexible and adjustable nation. The second point is the is related to the personnel. The personnel is an important because without personnel, no products, no IT products or services could be produced whatsoever. So that's why those young and innovative personnel that has been developed in Belarus should be considered as an important factor too, because it it lies at the core of the IT. IT products and services production and this brings us to the third point that is related to our educational system the educational system should not be considered and it is not it is not considered as the best in the world or is as among the best in the world but it is still capable of producing different professionals in the areas of mathematics physics astronomy chemistry biology and Medicine to some extent, so that's why this factor is an, is, is an important factor uh, that that help us to reproduce personnel for the IT industry because a lot of a lot of a lot of employees are coming from these universities that are very good in these uh, in these six areas. And the fourth point is related to the government intention to have this sector developed in the country. So this brings us to the through the high tech park that was launched in 2005. the team who developed this initiative the president who believed and trusted the team and signed the decree and the government who helped this to be implemented within the whole governmental and whole system of economic development in the country and now we see that the park which does not represent the whole IT sector of the country, it it is considered to be a successful case at least in this part of the world and this is a very good example of the adoption of foreign experience in the country and we see at the same at this time that the same road is being walked by those who are trying to implement the new initiative that is related to the great stone industrial park so probably these two components of our economic system would boost the development of our country as uh, the whole uh, as the whole system that can produce software and hardware at the same time. So these are several elements, education, the small economy, the personnel and the intention of the government that should be considered as important factors of the success of the IT industry inside the country and outside it.
1: Thank you, Dmitri, for this very interesting compilation. Just like the whole Belarusian IT community, we also think that there is much more than just IT outsource that we can present to the world, and what can help us to innovate not only the economy, but also other important sides of Belarusian life, such as, for example, Belarusian education and science at all. To clarify, this moment we have asked one of the most inspiring speakers of soft and hard spheres in Belarus, the founder of From VAT, the first company in Belarus that produce serial custom-built electronics for the world market, Raman Paholkov, what else must we develop in Belarus to activate all our potential, and how can we do it? You've asked a very reasonable question. It may seem that we
3: lack something, some new elements. In fact, we already have the right players, but they are not working together properly yet. Uh, we have separate elements of the ecosystem in high tech and electronics. We have startups, the first investment companies, the association of advanced instrument manufacturers, uh, universities, um, and scientific organizations for engineers. All seems to be fine. We have everything for successful development. And yet, the links between all these elements are still too weak or even missing. This is a very common situation for major business ecosystems. Its members can't unite right away and start working together for their common goals. And now we see that in Belarus. Of course, we are inspired the, by the world experience in this field, and we want to run this road faster. At the same time, each country and each ecosystem has its own path and unique features. And this is a good thing. We are all different. And that is why we can complement each other. Belarus has good chances in certain uh, industries uh, that are related to hardware. For example, uh, in MedTech or Solution for Healthcare. Also, we have great opportunities to create mixed solutions in the IoT sector or the Internet of Things. I mean solutions at the intersection of software and hardware. And I believe this is our biggest chance. Why? Uh, because our high tech outsourcing sector provides a massive flow of really great engineers who can now use elements of the ecosystem to create their own intellectual property or products. Uh, solve problems of the world micro players, connecting hardware and software solutions. And that's the biggest breakthrough that's going to happen. Also we can add to the list electronics in the automotive industry, because the machine building industry is one of our strong points in Belarus. Even at the prominent company 15 years ago, one of our first projects was a navigation computer for harvesting machines. Uh, So, you can count on these industries – IoT, or industrial IoT, medtech, automotive and transportation electronics, and perhaps industrial automation. I think these areas will prevail in our national ecosystem in the near future, and the world will hear about engineers and projects from Belarus. I want to invite everybody who is passionate about high-tech and electronics to join other market players and look for common business goals. That is why we have launched an open group hardware ecosystem at LinkedIn. Everybody can join it. Together we can connect the separate elements of our ecosystem and make a difference in the global marketplace. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Raman. not just for this answer but for your common vision and trust in cooperation. We have heard today so much about fascinating capacities of Belarus and Belarusians. And in our next episode of podcast, with which we will come back to you on the first days of August after the small summer break, we will speak about the framework for its realization, political situation in Belarus on the threshold of presidential elections, trying to find the answer to the question, will we have the opportunity to build new Belarus altogether? after the 9th of August 2020.
0: Building is also the key word for many of our activities. Building networks, mutual understanding and partnership between our countries, meaning Belarus and Germany in particular, but also the whole region is one of our guiding goals and principles. With regards to today's topic, we do this, among others, in the series Germany meets the Silicon Valley of Eastern Europe, the title being a reference to how the Wall Street Journal once called the emerging tech sector in Belarus. We have launched the series on June 15th with the intention to bring together startups, investors and decision makers from our two countries. So far we've had two sessions. You can find the recordings and information on upcoming meetings on the website events-belarus.com. Apart from that we have continued our series Coping with Covid with sessions on Ukraine and Colombia, both of which can be found as recordings on our YouTube channel. This series is coming to an end soon. We only have two sessions left. Tune in to learn about the strategies and solutions from Japan and finally Austria. We have also continued the analytical series The World Handcuffed with a Minsk Dialogue, diving into the topics of NATO and the European Union. Both were great sessions. Make sure to check out the recordings if you have missed them and tune in on the upcoming Thursdays for the sessions on the CSTO and the United Nations. On the 1st of July, Germany will assume the presidency of the European Council and we have devoted an online conference to this topic and the perspectives on the European Eastern Partnership together with the Dialogue and the European Institute for Peace. The Minister of Foreign Affairs, Vladimir Mackay, will give an opening speech and we will then have a discussion among experts on this topic. Make sure to tune in. So much for some insights from our work. We at KASS are also following the present developments in Belarus with growing concern. As was said, we will talk about the elections in more detail after a 4 weeks break. Until then, please, be safe and be careful. Sheree, vitani, Belarusi,